Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Got both of those things right. That's yeah, great. All right. That's great. We're starting out with truth because that's what we tell here. We tell the truth. Uh, and uh, welcome to it. Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, welcome to the beginning of a new week, which mm. starts with a brand new fresh bingo card. Where can people find that fresh bingo card? Pinned right to the top of Pat Gray Unleashed on Twitter. And then when you when you actually fill out enough of these spaces that you have a bingo, could be a cross, could be down, could be diagonal, then you be the first to call triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You win thirty dollars worth of merchandise. Oh, nice. That is nice. And uh, we always give you a little helping hand here at the beginning by explaining these to you so you know what you're listening for. Mm. Uh, up in the Starting up in the upper left-hand corner, of course, as always, look fat. Look fat, look. I love that. <laughs> uh, they said the quiet part out loud. Yeah. Wasted N in Glenn. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's two of them. You don't need it. You don't need it. What are, are you going to call him Glenn? If you only have one in, yeah, no. he's he's actually no, you're not going to been pronouncing his name wrong all these years. <laughs> That's what it is? Then you got Jeffy, who's not here right now. So, ah, uh, you think? <laughs> have to do that for him. Uh, then we got Arnold Schwarzenegger with "Screw your freedom." That classic. Ugh. Yeah, he's a Republican. Remember that? <laughs> Arnold's a Republican. That's going to be great to have a Republican governor in California. Screw your freedom. Screw your freedom. Oh, shut up. Ugh. And Keith mentioning. Oh, the Overton window. Jeffy mentions <laughs> my wife's grandkids. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, he's so young. Yeah. That he doesn't have them. Uh, just his wife. The word spry. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I think is associated with Jeff Fisher more than any other. It's amazing also how sensitive he is about his age. <laughs> He'll never tell you. He will never he, you know tell what? you. Jeffy isn't here to defend himself, but I know if he were sitting right there and he were being honest, uh, there's a lot of qualifiers there, mm-hmm. um, he would admit that he's more sensitive about his age than his weight. Oh, for million sure. times. Oh, over. no question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no question about that. You can make, you can make fat jokes, but don't make age-related jokes. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, then we have the uh, ever-popular Hillary Clinton with this what classic. What difference at this point does it make? Ugh. Right. <sighs> Uh, combination skin. <laughs> then we have over there. Right over there. It, if it just saves one life. Just one life. This, that is not the way, that is not the tack that Democrats take on abortion, though. No, it sure isn't. <laughs> no, it is not. Then we got the hole in the sky thing. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once <laughs> was. Somebody's making money. We need to have a conversation. <laughs> Because we never have, right, about race. When are we going to have, finally, have that conversation? Mm -hmm. Uh, We come then to uh, this ever-popular clip. I called up Cardinal Tobin, uh, Cardinal Joe Tobin in Newark. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's CGI. Oh, you're going to say that about the Kentucky Derby later. Cool. That's right. I heard it was uh, spectacular. Uh, We've got explaining things to Judy. Yeah. Judy was a caller who took everything very, very literal. Uh, Price is so low, we can't say them (laughs) on the radio. It's one of my favorite all-time lines from commercials. Uh Prices are so low, we can't say them on the radio. Or my manager won't let me say it. Or legally, (laughs) we're not allowed to. So wouldn't it, I I mean, why would that be illegal to announce a really low price? (laughs) Are people committing suicide at your competitors? Is that what it is? 
<laughs> what? what it is. What's happening? <laughs> uh, Kamala talks to adults like children. Ukraine <laughs> is a country in Europe. <laughs> I was going to say, Corby kind of had the <laughs> pick of the litter, man. He could have taken anything from that. Uh, let's see. What am I Then we got Keith. Say? Oh, the math adds up. Yeah. Jeffy. You bougie. <laughs> Usually mean leads to sauce. Yeah. Bougie sauce. I don't like your bougie sauce. And and he says he's got the definition wrong. Yeah, he does. Okay. Yeah, he does. <laughs> don't trust Jeffy for definition <laughs> and accuracy. Uh this classic, you look like an idiot. You look like an idiot. Okay. Keith saying What is happening? Then we mentioned uh Pocatello, Idaho, which could be a free square almost. <laughs> uh threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> And this, which you're rarely here because there's not that much good news anymore. So That's a fair point. This one's going to be tough to fill, I fear. Mm-hmm. So I hope you had a great uh, Mother's Day weekend. I hope it went well. I uh, hope nobody showed up at your church because over the Mother's Day weekend, churches were in fact attacked by pro-abortion activists. Like this one in Michigan, where they painted an upside-down uh, cross on one of the doors. Spray-painted it. Uh, St. Joseph's in Armada, Michigan, just north of Detroit, was attacked by the abortion mob. Uh, some of the pictures are graphic, apparently. So, yeah. make yeah. sure your chapels and your families are prepared for this upcoming weekend, because these these guys are horrific. Yeah, and that was one of many churches that... Felt the wrath of mm. the radical left Dang it. over the weekend, like they said they were going to do. I think we're fortunate we're in we're in Texas. I I haven't seen any of it on the local news, and it didn't happen. Knock on wood at my church that I know of. Uh, so I guess we were lucky. And of course, there was a Molotov cocktail attack at a Madison, Wisconsin Family Action Anti-Abortion Headquarters. Yeah. Oh, at the Anti-Abortion Headquarters. Yeah. So this is like a, a place where they this encourage like a, you to have the baby? Yeah, this is a pregnancy crisis center. So this isn't was, right-wing attacks on abortion <laughs> clinics like we hear all the time. Correct. This yeah, those happen attack. so often. I mean, almost almost five, six, seven times a day you're hearing about the attacks on abortion clinics, aren't you? Yeah, and this one in Wisconsin, a similar attack wow. at a pregnancy crisis center in Portland. Because, you know, Dang. let's attack places that are saving lives. Right. Right. Because we can't stand the fact that more babies are going to be born. They can't stand the fact that more black babies will be born. Or Hispanic babies will be born. That, I guess that's a bad thing to them. Mm. But we're the racists for wanting more of them to be born and live and exist on this planet. Huh. How does that work exactly? But yeah, Vandal's used a Molotov cocktail to attack the headquarters of an anti-abortion organization in Wisconsin this weekend. Or pro-life, if you choose. Yeah, pro-life. The criminals also spray-painted a threat to the pro-life group that read, if abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either. Ooh. Jeez. I swear. We are... Wow. What a country. The Pro-Life Wisconsin Family Action Organization has a mission to... Advanced Judeo-Christian principles and values Mm -mm. in Wisconsin by strengthening, preserving, and promoting marriage, family, life, and liberty. How dare they? How dare you try to preserve marriage, families, life, (laughs) and liberty? 
What's the matter with you people? Handmaid, handmaid's tail is what it sounds like to yeah, me. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. Oh. It is they who are the handmaid's tail people. The group is staunchly anti-abortion and pro-family. So late Saturday night or early Sunday morning, the Wisconsin Family Action Headquarters in Madison was vandalized and allegedly uh, set on fire. What do you mean, allegedly? Either it was set on fire <laughs> or it wasn't. Happy Mother's Day, America. There was a symbol for anarchists spray-painted outside the pro-life building. There was also graffiti that read 1312, a numeric code that stands for ACAB or All Cops are Bastards, Mm -hmm. often used by Antifa. That's good. Good stuff. Okay, so on the pro-life center, you wrote ACAB. Hmm. That's strange. (laughs) So they don't like life, and they don't like people who protect life. You got it. Like police. You got it. Yeah. Welcome to America 2022. Noodle that out. <laughs> By the way, CNN is warning because, I mean, obviously, it's right-wing people we need to worry about right now. Am I right? Who's with me on that? Mm-hmm. Obviously. The right is out there <laughs> just wreaking havoc <laughs> all across the nation. Did, did, you, did you hear NPR's theory was that this was a... Um, a Supreme Court clerk from a conservative justice that was trying to get this out there before Justice Roberts got a, a another uh, judge to join him to flip it 5-4. <laughs> That's their theory. Really? NPR. Wow. Yeah. They're, they're in their pitching. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, CNN was chimed in on the reaction to the Supreme Court uh, ruling, the, suppose the draft ruling. Um, here's what they had to say. Well, here in Washington and all across the country, law enforcement is bracing for potential violence following the release of the Supreme Court draft opinion that was published earlier this week on Roe versus Wade. CNN has learned that the U.S. Capitol Police are bracing for large demonstrations that are being organized by far-right groups. Pause it for a second. Abortion rights. Uh, what? Yeah. They're being organized by far-right groups? You know it. <laughs> I mean, the decision is favorable to mm-hmm. the right. Mm-hmm. Why would they be protesting it? <laughs> just... What are you talking about? Oh. They want to blame Republicans and the right so badly. Yeah. That they'll just make ridiculously bizarre statements like that. Wow, that is bizarre. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see what else he had to say. <laughs> Being organized by far-right groups mm. to protest yeah. abortion rights. He doesn't even know what he's saying. He, he's literally... He, you know what? Latest, Hold on. Can uh, we stop it for a second? Yeah. You know he's reading the teleprompter for the first time. Mm-hmm. He's like, did they really write that? I guess I got to keep plowing ahead because that makes no sense. Uh, b- organized by <laughs> the far right groups so that they can protest the rights of abortion people that, that were just struck down. Got to play that again because you can see yeah. the light bulb go off in his head while he's reading it. Start at the beginning. Let's, this is worth watching again. <laughs> Well, here in Washington and all across the country, law enforcement is bracing for potential violence following the Mm -hmm. release of the Supreme Court draft opinion that was published earlier this week on Roe versus Wade. Mm -hmm. CNN has learned that the U.S. Capitol Police are bracing for large demonstrations that are being organized by far right groups to protest (laughs) abortion rights. CNN's Whitney Wilde (laughs) is live this morning outside the Supreme Court with the latest. None. Uh, Brittany, uh, sorry, Whitney, what are authorities... Jitney, kidney. 
Well, the major risk here, based on the conversations uh-huh. I've had with several members of law enforcement throughout the week, is, is the that right. there is a very real concern here sure. that people who are committed to committing acts of violent extremism could mm. use the Roe v. Wade opinion as justification for that. And that in- could include uh, the possibility that someone would commit an act of violence against abortion providers, uh, uh, against the uh, clinics, against what? members of the judiciary, members of the federal government. And that also includes members of the Supreme Court. They are also very closely wow. monitoring threats yeah, those that are have uh, erupted yeah. really on social media. I should caution, though, there are no specific credible mm. threats. However, social media chatter mm. is being taken much more seriously in the wake of January 6th. And dun, dun, dun. here in Washington, you're seeing uh, one of the really the new reactions that law enforcement <laughs> has in the wake of January okay. 6th. And it's mm-hmm. these non-scalable fences that law enforcement puts up. Just take a look up behind me here at the Supreme Court. This is this eight-foot non-scalable oh, fence. You can't get over an eight-foot fence. Um, yeah. Next to that are these concrete barriers, which uh-huh. is you know really shutting down the road here, and it is truly the physical representation that law enforcement. Mm. We look is like concerned. a stable country, don't uh, we? Yesterday, uh, yep. officials had a call with 150 participants across the country, warning state and local law enforcement that yeah. the be on the lookout for, for right wingers. Very real, mm-hmm. and they must All be right, got it. So here in this was Friday morning, right? Mm-hmm. And. Mm-hmm. Of course, what happened uh, all weekend long? Was it the crazy right-wingers attacking play? Because you know CNN would be so. leading with this right now. No, they're in Ukraine, it looks like, up there on CNN. They the, would totally report this. The media is always warning of violence from the right. But it never comes from the right. With the possible exception of January 6th, where some people got a little bit out of control, a few a lot out of control. But that is one of the big reasons that January 6th was so harmful. Because it has given the left an event to point to over and over and over again. It's all they've got. And I wish we hadn't given it to them. You know, Charlotte was another example of that. But that was not a right-wing event. Nazis are not right-wing. They're far left. National socialists are left-wing in America. In Europe, you might be considered right-wing if you're a Nazi, but that's the European scale. Big government control and oppression is not a right-wing cause. And that's what national socialists are. They're big government oppressive people who are trying to force their opinions on everybody else. No, the violence in this country virtually always comes from the left. The BLM Antifa riots of, of 2020 was a good example of that. The shooter at the Republican baseball complex where he wanted to wipe out about a third of the Republicans in Congress. The summer of 68 left wing. On and on and on and on. It's almost always the left. And here they are trying to blame Republicans for why they have to take precautions around the U.S. Supreme. They just made... A decision that's favorable to the right. So we're going to attack Supreme Court justices now because of it? They can't even make sense. They want to blame the right so badly. (laughs) Just incredible. Uh, Here's some examples of... Wow, this one is really... Yeah, uh, no. (laughs) Once again, these are left-wing abortion advocates. They love abortion. In fact, I'm looking at uh, at a sign here that says, We heart abortion. Oh, yeah. We love abortion. Huh. You love abortion? 
fascinating. Why? Why do you love it? I mean, I could see it if it's a necessary evil you think in your life. Okay, I, I can't. I just can't do this. But to love abortion? What a weird thing. But they do. I mean, they show us that all the time. Every day they show us how much they love abortion. Now, you probably don't want your kids seeing this video. No. It's a uh, doll being smashed on the ground is, as if it were a baby. This is so heinous. Uh, look oh. at this. Thank God for abortion, they're chanting. I mean, this is this is psychotic. It is. Uh, there there is, is no... It's evil and psychotic. Right, this is just... He definitely aborts his baby. Right. Wearing a white mask, so you're a racist, obviously. Mm, yeah. You look like an idiot. <laughs> Worse than that. But now, wait a minute. You look if, like a demon. Right. If abortion is wow, great and they wow. love it, then she's painting white people, I guess, in a positive light. I can't follow I the know. logic there. Mm. Yeah, that was gross. Really bad. Really, really bad. Uh, and pro-abortion protesters have been to the homes now oh. uh, of well, Supreme Court justices. And these aren't right-wingers going to... I, I don't think so. Let's, let's listen to them oh. and see what they have to say okay. at Chief Justice uh, John Roberts' home, which, by the way... He's probably on their side. I'm kidding. Here it is. Wait, the irony. You don't care if people die. You, you don't care if people die? What are bait? I, I, whatever, man. That's why we're against abortion, because uh, we do care if people die. I can't. Who's, who's dying uh, from not having an abortion? Is this 1740? Is it uh, 1860? I don't think so. Women are not dying from not having abortions. It almost never happens. We gave you the stats last week from people who've had abortions themselves on how many have, how many have died over the years. It is very few. It's under 1%. It's just, I don't know. It's unbelievable. You don't care if people die. <laughs> that is ironic, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, they're not people. I guess that's their out. <sighs> right. That's their yeah. Their Tissue. Out. You're just removing tissue. It's like you've got a bunch of Kleenex in there, and we're just going to take it out for you. Wow. Also, uh, Justice Kavanaugh's house oh, was good. targeted, good. among others. <laughs> Uh, not a lot of space between houses on a uh, no. city street there in <laughs> suburban D.C. You think a uh, Skoda salary would get you <laughs> a little bit so. more? Yeah. Like a little more property. Right, right. I, I Give me be, half an acre at least. I don't want to be right up on my neighbor's driveway. God. This, this showing up at people's homes has mm-hmm. to stop. That's just... And the White House encouraged it, essentially. I mean, this is the... By not denouncing it, they encouraged it. This is this is I mean this is your democracy right here. This is your mob rule. Yeah, this is what you want right. when you want a democracy. I mean this and is you're the getting it right there. Third worldification right of America. There. Mm-hmm. So and, and never mind what's happening to our economy and inflation and and mm. prices. I mean just look at at how mm-hmm. we treat the 
uh, you know, a branch of our government at their homes. Third worldification. Clarence Thomas dismissed the idea of pressuring the court for desirable outcomes at a judicial conference on Friday. He spoke at the 11th Circuit Judicial Conference, which I normally never miss. Mm-hmm. The 11th Circle Ju- uh, Circuit Judicial Conference? I love it. How did your plans... I try to go every every year. Well, I think this... This snuck up on me, well, though, this year. Well, yeah, I think it's because it coincided with Mother's Day weekend. That's nah, the same right. excuse I have. Right. Couldn't get away for this <laughs> conference. So he discussed the Supreme Court leaked draft opinion for the first time. Uh, he said, we can't be an institution that can be bullied into giving you the just the outcomes you want. The events from earlier this week are a symptom of that. He didn't dwell extensively on the topic and only referenced the ongoing scandal in passing. So, why don't they just release the ruling now? Seriously. Just release it now. Let's be done with it. Then we don't have to speculate about whether anybody's mind is going to change because of all the chaos going on in the country. Got another story here from CNN. Uh, Searching histories, location data, text messages, how personal data could be used to enforce anti-abortion laws. All right, CNN. Mm -hmm. Let's Mm -hmm. have it. They're never worried about surveillance until (laughs) it involves abortion. Uh, A wave of new legislation taking aim at abortion rights across the country is raising concerns about the potential use of personal data to punish people. (laughs) who seek information about or access to abortion services now online. Now they're curious about yeah. how you're being tracked. You know what? In Texas, they'll probably use Texas Rangers to follow you mm-hmm. out of the state. Yeah, like all pregnant uh, women, uh, when they leave the state, will yeah, be followed. will be followed. By Texas Rangers. We don't even know if you're going to an abortion mm-hmm. clinic, but we're going to find out. Yep. Yep. In some of the most restrictive states, digital rights experts warn... <laughs> That people search histories, their location data, the messages, other digital information could be used by law enforcement agencies investigating or prosecuting abortion-related cases. Yeah, just whatever, man. There is no punishment penalty right. in Texas's abortion law. Right. There's no penalty there. There, You just can't do it. Now, if a, if a doctor did, I think the doctor could run into some consequences. But not the... Not the woman. This goes back to, you know, Donald Trump's uh, inaccurate uh, claim that maybe the the woman would be punished criminally. Do you remember that? Mm, when he yeah. was asked about abortion and, and who would be charged? Who would... Doctor. And, yeah, it's going to be the doctor. And now he said, you know, maybe the woman would be charged as well. But that is not the case. It's not the case. Concerns about the digital privacy implications of abortion restrictions come amid a movement by Republican-controlled states, including Georgia, Texas, Mississippi, Mm -hmm. and Oklahoma, in recent years to pass laws severely curtailing access to the service. And they take on additional significance following the leak, blah, 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 of Roe v. Wade, guarantees a person's constitutional right. No. Now, I mean, the whole spin on this from CNN is inaccurate and obviously biased. There is no constitutional right to abortion. There uh, just isn't. Officer, um, why are you pulling me over? Um, I need to check your uh, browser history, and I need to see where your maps, your GPS is taking you right now. Oh, look at that. Planned Parenthood in uh, two states over. 
Interesting. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what world? Who thought that this would make a good story? CNN. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, somebody fair, at CNN. For example, in states that make it a crime to help an abortion seeker, such as Texas or Oklahoma, data from the woman's period tracking or pregnancy app. Period track. Okay, stop. Yeah, we're going to go through their period tracking app. Man, when was the last time? I didn't even. Did you know there was a period tracking app? Of course, why would I? But uh, I had never even heard of that. <laughs> but they could end up being subpoenaed as evidence <laughs> against the person who helped them. Get out of here. Oh, God. Uh, Danielle Citron, a law professor at University of Virginia, Mm. in her upcoming book, The Fight for Privacy, says, let's say you got your period. Okay, let's say. Stopped your period Mm. and then got your period again in a short time. It's potential evidence of your own criminality or your doctor's criminality. Please stop. So ridiculous. But, but the right, they're the conspiracy theorists <laughs> <Yes>. on everything. <laughs> Got it. Yes. Well, we're living in a much more surveilled culture than we were in 1972 and prior. Agreed. So in a future where abortion rights are limited or there's not a federal right, people will be at risk for exercising their bodily autonomy. Mm-hmm. The consequences of those decisions are likely to fall hardest on black, brown, indigenous people of color. The oh, BIPOCs. Always, always falls always, on every them. Every single time. Yeah. Everything's worse for the BIPOCs. Climate change, uh, abortion situations, the inflation, everything is worse on a BIPOC I was, than it is on anybody else. I was reading up on, uh, well, I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, as you know. Well, who isn't? And uh, reading some quotes of her on Roe versus Wade. I mean, she was mm. never a fan of Roe versus no, Wade. It's I know. hysterical. And, I know. It. And she said that uh, at the time in 1973, when Roe versus Wade uh, became a thing, she said that the sentiment in the country was, "Hey, we're going to be overpopulated soon." Yeah. Like she thinks that population control was part of the reason Roe Ro versus Wade was decided. And the way she's it was. absolutely right. I mean, that's fascinating. Yeah. But man, yeah. I, they they these liberal icons, the people that worship them, whether it's mm-hmm. her or Dr. Fauci, I mean, they don't take two seconds to look into right. how they feel about the things right. that they hold dear. I mean, they named a movement after her. Ruth sent me. Ruth sent me. Come on. No, Ruth didn't send you. <laughs> she didn't like this uh, ruling. All right, let me tell you about Raycon. Uh, lately, been listening to a lot of great music. Um Mostly on Spotify, but also there's you know some great podcasts that you can listen to, Packer Unleashed, and uh, others, and it's it's been great. One reason it's been so great listening to these is because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. They're fantastic. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, in-ear fit. These earbuds are so comfortable, and they won't budge. Trust me on that. If you just pick the right, just pick the right in-ear fit, and you're going to be fine. Raycons offer uh, three sound profiles to match what you're listening to, plus noise isolation and awareness mode. So if you don't want to hear what's surrounding you, you can do it that way. If you do want to hear it, you can also uh, there's a setting for that. These are fa- you're gonna love them, and they're about half the price of the super expensive ones uh, at Apple, and they sound just as good, if not better. 
Check out Raycons, wireless earbuds. My guess is you're going to want to leave them a five-star review, too. Go to buyraycon.com slash gray today. Get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash gray to get 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash gray. Pat Gray. Welcome. Uh, great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Looks like uh, CNN is going to try something. They want to try. We, we want to try something fun. <laughs> At, uh, you know, in the old uh, Chris Cuomo time slot. Oh. Yeah, because they have no idea what to do with it. <laughs> They're lost. You're going to mix it up a little bit. So the new chairman, Chris Light, uh, chairman at CNN, told employees in a town hall meeting he hopes to have a new show in the 9 p.m. hour oh. this fall, but they're going to experiment first. <laughs> going to so. try something new, like get ratings? Yeah. <laughs> they're going to try it. <laughs> All right. Should have tried that a long time ago. Good luck uh, to CNN. Yeah. Apparently, the meeting on Thursday lasted more than an hour. It was the first time... The new C, uh, CEO has spoken to CNN employees since he took over. Um, so I I, saw, I wonder if they have any confidence no, no. of what's going on I there. I saw a CNN. CNN tweet over the weekend. They were trying to offer advice to Netflix, who's struggling. Um, <laughs> you're offering advice to a streaming service? You ever heard of CNN Plus? <laughs> Gray is unleashed. Devin Crossley tweets, The abortion-loving protesters seem to be banging the same stupid drums Black Lives Matter was banging on. Uh, same group of people, different signs, and yep. purpose to protest. Yep. Jitty traffic emails? Even worse than CNN saying they're having to prep for the right-wing extremists after the SCOTUS leak is at least 40% of the country thinks that's accurate. Yeah, yeah. And... What would the coverage be like if conservatives showed up at Supreme Court justices' houses? Are you kidding me? Oh, seriously, they'd be out of their minds. And I thought, like, the, what if we had done that yeah. uh, after the gay marriage ruling? Sure, but the definition of terrorism, mm. right? Isn't it mm-hmm. trying to achieve a political gain, a goal through intimidation? Yeah, and threats. Mm-hmm. So was this not terror in these neighborhood streets in D.C. over the weekend? Certainly seems like it to me. Jimmy Dimples tweets, with all this nasty violence and propagandizing coming at pro-life folks, you gotta take heart. The left wouldn't react like this if we weren't having any effect. Mm. That's true, too. Uh, Dragon Swag 4 (laughs) parading (laughs) equals bad. Molotov cocktails equals good. Do I have that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I think so. (laughs) Just uh, frightening. Just frightening where we are as a nation right now. Sure is. 888-900-3393. A massive PR firm that represents high-profile corporations like Coke and AT&T, Starbucks, they're privately apparently advising their clients to remain silent Uh on abortion rights. Uh Uh-huh. With its uh, top corporate clients like Kia, uh, AstraZeneca, and Pizza Hut, Zeno Group, a subsidiary of the world's largest public relations conglomerate, Edelman Holdings, Earns almost $120 million in annual income, and they're telling everybody, hey, uh, don't talk about it. Just leave it alone. Which is what used to happen with corporations. It's like, when did we 
When did we expect corporations to comment on every political issue that came down the pike? Yeah. It's it's ridiculous that they need a PR firm to tell them this. Isn't it? I think they saw that uh, part of Disney's backside is uh, in in Ron DeSantis's mouth, and they're like, okay, we don't want that happening <laughs> to us. Yeah. I don't know. Do you need to hire a PR firm for common sense? Apparently. Apparently you do in but 2020. Yeah, you notice, though, that, boy, uh, after they saw the, the groomer situation uh, backfire in spectacular fashion in Florida with Disney. Steering clear of it yeah. now. Yeah. Huh. Which and is it smart. goes back to the tweet from your uh, listener there that says, uh, boy, we must be having an effect. Right. Yeah. Now, oh, now you've sure. got corporations laying low and saying, nah, we're just not going to touch this one. <clears throat> Which is a good idea. Yep. You know what? Just sell your product. How about that? Uh, how about promote your product and sell your product and then do good customer service after the sale? Well, both before and after. And then wait. See and, how that works. And, but where, you skip the part. Where is it uh, we complain that kids the, aren't being groomed in schools? Yeah, the political activism stuff is just not there anymore. Hmm. That's, that's what would be my recommendation. Hmm. Just skip that whole part and just do the business aspect of your business. So says the PR firm that raked in a profit of $120 million just by sharing common sense with their clients. Hey, stay out of it, okay? How about that? Yeah, and then that way you won't piss off anybody. Make the checkout to Keith's PR, right? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, all right. Elon Musk had a very, very weird uh, tweet last night. Didn't like it. Uh, I don't think anybody does, but here's what he tweeted out. If I die under mysterious circumstances, it's been nice knowing you. Huh. Uh, wait, what? Huh. Uh, the theory is, I guess, the Russians would try to kill him because of the Starlink situation. Oh, helping out Ukraine? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I would guess he's also getting a lot of threats from the left. And, oh, yeah. You know, because they're expecting free speech to happen again on Twitter, and they don't want that. <laughs> they, don't, they don't want to hear from anybody whose viewpoint is different than theirs. Yeah, the peaceful, tolerant left doesn't want to hear from you. Right. All-inclusive left. Don't, don't forget all-inclusive, because, man, they want to include everybody I thought our who agrees with them. Our differences were our strength. Is that not right? I heard that from the left. Is <laughs> Did that, you hear that? Is that not a thing? Huh. I don't think it is anymore. I really don't. Okay. Uh, yesterday, we celebrated, of course, Mother's Day. And over the weekend, Keith found yeah. the patent stew clip. <laughs> so this was clear back this was, I in believe, 2014, right? It's May 9th, 2014. See, I, I, I stopped and just thought for a moment. Mm -hmm. What year would it have been? And I figured it out. It had to be either 13 or 14. It just had to have been based on all sorts mm. of things, you know. So I went back and I and I searched the Friday before Mother's Day on those years, and boom! You found Collar I Bill. I found it, and it's so epic. My kids laughed hysterically at this yesterday. Here's what happened when Collar Bill called into the show. It is uh, Patton Stew. Yeah, uh, we should go to Bill uh, in St. Louis. Uh, Bill, hi. You're on the Patton Stew uh, program. Hey, how you doing, sir? Good, good. Uh, yeah, I'm, you guys talk about Mother's Day, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Aren't fathers just as important as mothers? 
Yes, but it's not Father's Day, Bill. Yeah, but still, everybody's always talking about mothers, but you guys never talk about fathers. Well, except around Father's Day. Well, at Father's Day, we'll talk about fathers. fathers, but well, on you need to Sunday. promote how fathers are just as important, if not more important, than mothers, because look what happens with families, the single fa- single parent families. It's a good point. Look what happens uh, with those children? Mm-hmm. It's a good point, Bill, but it's, well, I, it's well, uh, also not Father's Day. But on <laughs> Father's Day, I'm pretty sure uh, we'll, hey, it's not about that. We'll it's stress not, the important. We have this uh, thing um, we go by on the show which is called uh, the calendar and uh, it has specific dates 24 hour periods it's the, the week is broken and we yeah. actually explain week at seven 24 hour periods and when it gets near the dates year round uh, yeah we no, do we, uh, we talk yeah, about mothers on a regular basis do we i'm a big fan i've listened to you guys for years I'm okay and you guys do this all the time we, we do, do this all the time we yeah. all the time we talk about mothers Oh, really? No need to be rude, Pat. No, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm asking you a question. It's sort of in the in the form of a you question. Do it quite often. Put it that way. You do it quite often. Which okay. really, I, I, I actually. Right, good day. He got oh. pissed. Mm-hmm. Bill, I mean, I, now I Bill, know. Bill was supposedly a big fan and listens to I us know, all the time. And then we're doing what we do. And he got pissed. Yeah, so. <laughs> seems like maybe he wasn't a big fan. I mean, uh, <laughs> seems like Bill doesn't really know us. That yeah, way. no. Uh, it's, yeah, no was, wonder he was... thinks we talk about mothers all the time. <laughs> there you go. So there it was. I forgot he got so pissed at the end. Right. Wow, he didn't like that. If you listen to that conversation, he hangs up on you on that? Yeah. It was weak. Come and on, Bill. Maybe we lost him. We lost him. Eight years ago. Wow. Color Eight Bill. years ago. Upset that the Friday before Mother's Day, we the were talking topic about mothers. was mothers. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. I hope that Father's Day, we did talk about fathers. I hope that did happen, and I assume it did. Uh, let me check. Yep, yeah. totally did. Okay, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. Good. Also, over the weekend, uh, the Kentucky Derby happened already. Mm-hmm. just seems really soon for that, but it was Kentucky Derby weekend, mm-hmm. and... <clears throat> it was won by Rich Strike. Yeah, so it was an eighty to one, eighty to one underdog. The horse wasn't even supposed to be in the race. Another horse got scratched, Dang. so they threw in Rich Strike. Ah, eh, you know, we gotta get this horse in there to to, to round out the whatever. How many numbers? How many do they do? Twenty two. What is it? I don't know. I don't know. A lot of horses, and so they needed a they needed a filler horse, and so he played the role. Eighty to one. This was. I mean, this. Okay. If uh, I normally place a bet on the Kentucky Derby, and of course I didn't this year, and this is the this is the odds that I would have put ten bucks on anyway. Ah, it's this too is bad. Incredible. What Here's what happened. Yeah. Look at him; he's in the back. See this? In one minute, ten and four fifths. This is coming in. The, this is the last turn too. Horses and is moving up quickly as Brown Pride Look at this, takes the lead around the Look at him just turn. weaving in and out of traffic. I see this on the highway all the time. Not a chance. Yeah, it looks like there's no way that horse can win. They're coming down the stretch here. Now, all of a sudden, he finds like another gear, man. It's the turbo button. Oh, look at this. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Ridiculous. Wow. There's no way. No way. No way. Look at that. Done. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. How incredible was that? That's That was amazing. And that's how to watch a horse race overhead like that. Yeah. That was something else. Well, he was so far behind. So far behind, which wow. leads many people, myself included, 
to wonder, especially watch this video after this. P play the other video, Rob. Look at him, he's biting this other, he's like, hey, I'm gonna rip the, your mane right off of your neck. Oh, God! Leave him alone, bro, be a classy winner. Yeah. Look, Rich stop! Has the Would you stop so biting me? Look at him, man. I mean, what? The, uh, so the, yeah. they think he's on well, steroids he or something, and that's a little horse roid rage? Something's uh, going on. Yeah, get him under control. You know, dang. Be a gracious winner, man. Weird. Anyhow, so we'll see what happens with the drug results of Rich Strike. But that was 80. One, as somebody put on Oof. on Twitter, uh, let's see, huh. something along the lines of the odds of Rich Strike passing a drug <laughs> test are longer than the odds of him winning the race. Uh, I hope that feel good story isn't ruined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who was the other horse who took second? Sure, Epicenter. Yeah, that's I what I thought. Is that Epicenter? Epicenter. I think that's the one we talked about. I think on Friday, right? Cause right. Thought it was a cool name. Yeah. Had no idea if it could win the race, but it was, I think it was the favorite epicenter. Mm -hmm. Anyway, let me tell you about Omega XL. We have so many joints in our bodies, 360 to be exact. Uh, they take a beating with daily activity and certainly through aging. And so eventually you're probably going to develop some sort of problem with inflammation in one of those joints at least. And it certainly happened to me, and I finally broke down and took Omega XL. It's all natural. And first of all, I thought, man, it's all natural. That, yeah, that can't work. <laughs> and yet, it did. This comes from the fatty acids, the Omega fatty acids, from, uh, from the waters, the really pristine waters around New Zealand. And it fights off inflammation. It also restores your SPMs. SPMs are what keeps your joints healthy and and sometimes well always when you get older your spms you you don't produce enough of them that's where omega xl comes in it restores your spms rejuvenates your joints and muscles and then you can move like you always did before and you can be pain free give it a try order omega xl at omegaxl.com slash pat omegaxl.com slash pat you buy one you'll get you'll get a second bottle for free or you can call 1-800-844-4888. Pat Gray Unleashed. And welcome. Uh, great to have you with us. If it's not drugs on... On that uh, horse race, yeah, Rich Strike. Then it's certainly CGI. You oh, it's CGI. CGI. Yeah. Oh, they pulled a fast one on all of us, and yeah, that okay. wasn't real. It was not real. Oh, you know they could do that too in this day and age with yeah. the technology we have. They could absolutely <laughs> do that. Uh huh. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Look who has admitted now that shutting down schools was a bad idea during COVID. Mm. Who could that be? Huh. What kind of right-wing kook is making that admission? If, if all we would have had to do was, say, a 45-day lockdown, I think we would have gotten pretty good compliance. It says the lockdown starts extending out. Uh, and 
you know, the lockdown hasn't dropped the cases to zero. Oh. You know, so the counterfactual of, okay, how much worse would it have been oh, really? yeah. if we hadn't had this lockdown is unclear. Uh -huh. There was a lot of uncertainty about, for example, school shutdowns. Right. Uh, to this day, mm -hmm. you know, there's still arguments about uh, how many cases that avoided. It's pretty clear because young people uh, don't get sick from the disease very huh. often. Uh, that we probably, if we knew everything we know today, uh -huh. we would have shut schools down a lot less than we did during this pandemic. I mean, yes, it's tricky huh. for the elder adults. It's tricky, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, tricky. in a lot of ways. It's tricky in and a I lot mean by of that ways. High school and under. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, for college, going virtual uh -huh. tends to work awfully well. The infection mm. levels mm -hmm. are a little higher as you get up into that age group. Now listen to this But guy. K through 12, yeah. we have a learning deficit Whoa. that will take us a long time to erase that. Who could have seen that it's coming? a deficit where the inner city oh. is where it's mm. almost two years. Mm -hmm. Suburban mm -hmm. schools less, private mm. schools in some cases. Uh, like my kids, oh. almost no deficit at all. Oh, oh you're kidding. Oh. Hmm. At your... At your billionaire private school, they didn't... Uh, mm -mm, no suffering there. Huh. Mm -mm, no no learning deficit there. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Is there a number people can call? Or? Boy. Uh, that's interesting also that he has he has kids still at that age? Bill Gates? <laughs> How old are his kids? Hang on. Guy's 64, 65. Hello? Huh. All right. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's great that he's, you know, he's still spry and has uh, children who keep him young. Mm -hmm. mm. So there you go. Uh, I love the admission, though. I love the admission that, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have, you know, in hindsight. Yeah, we had hindsight back when it was actually happening. Yeah, it was called foresight when we said it. <laughs> yes. It's like, hey, there's going to be unintended consequences by closing down these schools. How about we not do it? Especially since these kids are not vulnerable to it. Well, what about the teachers? We'll get them vaccinated. Have the teachers vaccinated if they want to be. And uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, wait, what? The vaccine doesn't work? <laughs> uh, so much of this that we just, we lamented all during the COVID pandemic. And now here at the end of it, which uh, I don't know if we're at the end of it. I hope so. But... At this particular point, now they're starting to admit all the things that we said two years ago. Well, it didn't hurt my kids because they go to a private school. <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah, let's see. So his youngest is when the pandemic hit was, I don't know, Niner. 18 or so. So whatever. I guess maybe he had a kid in high school or maybe. senior maybe. Or maybe not. <laughs> or maybe he's just lying. Yeah, I don't know. That's possible too. Wait, Bill, wait, hold on a second. Bill uh -huh. Gates? Yeah, I know. Would I be know. That's, dishonest. That's hard to believe. Especially about isn't it? something as important as protecting children, Pat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On what Ep a shocker that would be. Uh, on Epstein Island. <laughs> uh, yeah, ask his wife about that. Um, she wasn't real happy about that, about him hanging with Jeffrey Epstein. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed. Coming up. Pat Ray. I got a tweet here from Rowdy Introvert. Uh, the all-new left. The all-new tolerant left. 
now with 30% less tolerance. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> at least 30. It- at least. Uh, the Steve 42, it's not terrorism if CNN agrees with the goals of the terrorists. Oh, now I got it. Jimmy Dimples, never mind Rich Strike, the winner at the Kentucky Derby. Uh, I think that I love abortion, that I love abortions doll smasher must have been on some horse drugs. That's uh, a possible, truth. yeah. Uh, Vern Lundquist tweets, Rich Strike and the jockey have both been put down mm. for use of ivermectin. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, horse pace. What up? Twit mode Sarah because of Pat Gray. <laughs> <laughs> so I think she's trying to say she's back on Twitter, on Twitter? because of you, so she can oh. communicate with you. That's nice. Aww. What? Gates the, Gates, the billionaire's kids, suffered zero consequences from the BS COVID crap? Mm-hmm. I'm shocked that someone right. so privileged saw zero negatives from the lockdown BS. Mm-hmm. I think we all are. I think mm-hmm. we're all stunned and amazed. Sure. That his kids didn't suffer any consequences. And plus, they didn't seem to be in school at the time. But that's uh, that's maybe another story. Mm-hmm. Got a video here of uh, some people in Hong Kong rebelling against the COVID police state. All right. Yeah. That they've instituted, you know, throughout China. Uh, they've, they're cutting down and destroying security cameras there. Oh, good. Look good. at this. I like this. Look at that, man. Cutting that down and pulling it. Look at that timber. Boom. I got your surveillance camera right here. Wow. And that is... Uh, Seems like they're taking a little bit of a chance there, doesn't it? Uh-huh. Look at this. And they're not going anywhere. I mean, they're wow. making sure it's destroyed. I don't know what a Nike is going to do to it, but look at that. Spray painting. I mean, that's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look. look what, uh, wait, wait. Corby knows uh, Chinese. What's that, what's that graffiti say on the spray painter on the side of that camera? Any idea? Screw your freedom. Oh, <laughs> all right. Nice job. Huh. Set him up. Nice <laughs> job, man. Uh, plus, we have more mask data that is in. And uh, apparently, comparing Ontario to Quebec, where one had the mask, the other did not have a mask mandate. Ontario lifted their mask mandate uh, at a certain point here, and we'll show this to you in the in the graph. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, for for the bulk of this chart, and I think this we threw a curveball here to Rob. I don't know. Do you have this uh, chart here, Rob? Uh, this Ontario and Quebec mask mandate chart. Check that out. Okay, so he very does. Similar. Yes, because he's because he's a super he's Rob. Yeah. yeah, he just this is what he does. <laughs> so, he amazes us with with things we don't even know he has. Sure. And there it is. Yeah, yeah. So right uh, there, there it is. Okay. Second time today, by the way. <laughs> Quebec is the black line. Ontario <laughs> is the orange line. Very similar during okay. the yeah. when they both had the mask mandate, but uh-huh. if you see there, see that mask looks well, like ma- almost exactly the same. Right, mask mandate gets lifted. Okay, for um, uh, Quebec, right, and then uh, but Ontario keeps going with it, or, or for, for Ontario, Quebec keeps going with it, and look, Quebec's the one that has the higher had a huge spike there. See at the huge uh, spike, so. The no mask mandate mm-hmm. actually performed better than the mask mandate. The masks, I mean, come on, stop. And Just then it's stop. about the same. In fact, the mask mandate had it a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. Ah! It's frustrating, isn't it? It is frustrating. Let us breathe freely. I'll tell you another thing that's frustrating is how many times is brain dead Joe Biden <laughs> going to tell this story? Oh, no. 
It happened again. Oh, no. What? Over the weekend. Oh, no. See if this sounds fam- familiar to you. All right? And I know about Amtrak. I've traveled oh. 1.2 million miles no. on Amtrak. Uh-huh. Because I commuted every single solitary day. Sound familiar yet? Are you getting the Amtrak feel yet? What's coming up here? Let me guess. Uh, You're going to tell us about Ange. No! 270 miles a day, as my <laughs> colleagues can tell you, when the Senate was in session. Now listen to this. I, you, you get a kick out of this, Sherrod. So he's, he's directing that comment to Sherrod Brown. He's obviously campaigning for him. And he says you're going to get a kick out of this. For the, what, 27th time? <laughs> yeah, I get a kick out of it every time you tell this story, wow. Joe. I was, uh, the, the Secret Service doesn't like me taking the train because oh it stops gosh. too many places. And, you believe this? Stop. And so I was riding home, though, to see my mom, who was okay. living with me because oh, she was in hospice. Uh, and, uh, All right. and on a uh, Friday. On a Friday. And a guy okay. named Angelo Negri, a conductor, senior conductor, uh-huh. walked up yeah. and said, Angie. Joey, baby, grabbed my cheek. I thought he was going to shoot him. Every time. You know, they're going, Joey. Every time. I said, Angie. I said, he's okay. He's a friend. True story. True story. He said, what's all True this story. I read in the paper? No, it's not. But You travel over a million miles mm-hmm. on Air Force planes. Every single mile a vice president or president travels, uh-huh. they keep a public record of oh, okay. on, a, okay. on an, aircraft, an American aircraft. Yeah. And he said, the boys and I were at the retirement dinner up in Jersey. Mm. So we figured it out. Mm-hmm. Average 222 days no. a year. 36 years. Mm. Mm-hmm. Total of 269 miles every day. Joey. Whether it's true or not, I said, 1,200,000 miles, not counting as vice president. Oh, not so counting. a lot about trains. That's the first time. That's the first time he's thrown in the not counting the vice president. So this is now before his vice presidency, where before he was telling the story as if it happened in his seventh year <laughs> as vice president. But the problem with that is Angie was dead in his seventh year of the vice presidency. <laughs> yeah. So now he's had to amend the story a bit uh-huh. because uh, Angie retired long before he would have traveled 1.2 million miles. And he was dead when he was telling the story for the first time or when the story supposedly happened. <laughs> but the thing is, well, there's several things about this. Yeah. A, it's not even a good story. <laughs> B, it's mostly a lie. And C, do you think you've never told it before? Every time you tell it? <laughs> I mean, you're going to get a kick out of this this time. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Sharon, you're going to you're going to you're going to get a real kick out of this. Is he why? Why would Sharon Brown get a kick out of that stupid story? I why would anybody so I was looking uh, up this story just now, and I landed on a story from October uh, of last year, Daily Mail. Yep. And they were this, their story was that he keeps telling this story. <laughs> this was in October, and they said, "quote They said he has told some version of the story at least five other times in the last year." It's up to seven now. So this is at least seven times now, mm-hmm. and one of the things they point out. Is that his mom died in 2010, five years before Biden hit the flight milestone. <laughs> he can't get it straight. He tried to even amend it to make it somewhat truthful, and he still couldn't get it right. Still couldn't do it without lying. And, and So weird. And the guy who 
who, who he references there, had retired as a conductor. Right, 15 years in before. In 1993. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing about this story that is accurate. Ninety-three. So let's say Biden started writing Amtrak every day uh, in 1972 when he came into office. Let's just go ahead and say he rode from Delaware to Washington, D.C. every single day back and forth. Uh, that's only that's still only 21 years from when you were in office. He's claiming 36 years of Amtrak travel to get him to 1.2 million miles. Okay, so. Please, just. Stop. Just please, for the love of heaven, stop telling this story. <laughs> I mean, this is prime old man grandpa yes. territory. Yes. We're just like, yeah, we know the story. But the problem is, this guy who keeps telling it is the president of the United States. Right. That's exactly right. Uh, that reminds me of a, a story I found over the weekend from um, uh, W-I-O-N, Wyon. Mm. And it's headlined, Gaff Porn. Are those making fun of Joe Biden ageist? Ugh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, it's our fault. Yeah. Since he took office in 2021, and in the past few days in particular, U.S. President Joe Biden, 79, has been the butt of online jokes and trolling for his so-called gaffes. Sample some of the latest. Biden calls Vice President Kamala Harris the president. Biden has bird poop on his jacket, but carries (laughs) on with his speech. Biden speaks about Afghanistan and Pakistan, but is diverted away by an Easter bunny. (laughs) Biden appears to shake hands in the air with nobody, yet right. goes ahead with it anyway. Thanks for making our point. But look at these facts. Oh, no. What happens when a person ages? Oh, Human cognitive activity declines with age, but there are variations. Generally, it starts at age 60, but some people can be fine even into their 80s. Mm-hmm. Brain power declines mm-hmm. with age, with shrinking of the organs starting from the 30s or 40s in some cases, and worsening from the 60s onward in most cases. Our memory, short and long term, starts fading, and it's perfectly normal and a consequence of lesser brain activity caused partly by the shrinkage. Age-related forgetfulness is not always a cause of Alzheimer's disease or any such ailment. It just happens. And the involuntary loss of muscle mass, which in fact starts in the 30s, becomes worse in the 60s, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. I cannot go on, but you get the idea. Much of it is not known to to the public, but let's take a random day from what is. And then he goes on to describe these. And he talks about how it's ageist that people are talking about the president in this way. Uh, He's the president. Yeah. I mean, we should cut slack to people who are aged and in their 70s and 80s. That's fine. And I understand that there's going to be some forgetfulness. This guy is the leader of the free world. You can't just excuse this and say we shouldn't bring it up. What a pathetic excuse for an article. Is that, that ridiculous? Is repulsive. Screw this guy. You know what? If mm. if Joe Biden were at an old folks home or sitting at a home in Delaware looking at We wouldn't out be making beach, fun of him. We wouldn't be saying a word about this guy. Right. right. Good Lord. We'd shut feel up. bad for him. I'd feel badly for Joe Biden. We wouldn't even know. We shouldn't even know that he's going through this cognitive decline. Mm-hmm. Right in front of our faces, we get to see it every day, and it has serious consequences for the future of this nation and for the freedom of our kids. And this yep. guy's writing an article saying we shouldn't acknowledge it. Screw you, man. The guy's got control of the nuclear codes. Um, I'm thinking you shouldn't have some sort of 
you know, cognitive decline when you're in that position. Ugh. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just us. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I mean, the excuses for him are mind-boggling, and they're everywhere. They either completely ignore it, or we're at fault because we're noticing that the guy is brain dead. Jeez. And you're right. If he were in a nursing home, or he's in his own home, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Go to Rehoboth Beach and just hang out at the beach with your hideous wife. Go, and we won't say word one about you. Resign from the presidency, right. and we won't give a rat's anus about how many gaffes you have every day. Seriously, you want us to stop talking about it? Then go away, old man. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. <sighs> Mind-numbing. I want a nap right now. <laughs> it's only Monday. It's only Monday. only Monday. It's only Monday. Guys, what's the first thing you notice when you look at a photo of yourself or you look in the mirror in the morning? If it's your receding hairline or your bald spot, Keeps can help you change that. Do you know the two out of three guys experience hair loss before they're even 35? Do you really want to gamble with your hair? You can flip the odds in your favor and save your hair with Keeps. Hair loss can be tough. You see it in pictures. Your barber points it out. Uh, and now you're shopping for baseball caps to cover it all up. <laughs> Does that sound familiar, Keith? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I took care of it, though. You did. You went to keeps. Yeah. So don't buzz cut it. Don't shave it. You can save it with keeps. Keeps has clinically proven, FDA-approved hair treatments available online. Whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate hair growth, or take care of the hair you have, your keeps physician will help you select the right products and develop a personalized hair-saving routine that works for you. It's really easy. There's no waiting rooms. Or pharmacy visits, Keeps Delivered is delivered straight to your door at half the cost. And if you have questions, you can message your Keeps doctor 24-7. If those balding jokes are starting to wear a little thin, join thousands of guys who have saved their hair. Visit Keeps.com slash Pat. Get 50% off your first order. K-E-E-P-S. Keeps.com slash Pat. Gray Unleashed. Hey, did you realize that the end of Roe v. Wade also probably means the end of interracial marriage? Oh, is that right? Yeah. You know, just connect the dots. Doesn't seem right at all. Stop killing babies. The next thing, obviously, Uh obviously, is uh, don't let blacks and whites intermarry. I can see why people are so upset now. Yeah. This doesn't seem right. 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 I I know. I I know. Well, you're part of the right wing kookery that's doing it. Am I? Yes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Imagine that every state were free to choose whether to allow black people and white people to marry, according to this New York Times editorial. (laughs) Some states would permit such marriages. Others probably wouldn't. Name one. Texas. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I I dare a state. Oklahoma, I dare Alabama. A state to try to ban interracial. There's no way. There is absolutely no way dare any you. state would would outlaw interracial marriage. It just would not. Happen. Nor should they. This is ridiculous. Well, of course not. And this is. I mean, we the right to have, wouldn't even think of such a thing. It's the left who's bringing all this crap up. Why? Because they're the racists. Great point. That's why. Mm-hmm. 
We wouldn't even consider this. And yet that's what they keep doing. Well, what about, you know, what's going to happen next is LGBTQQIA2 plus kids won't be allowed to be in classrooms <laughs> with other other kids. <laughs> the normal kids. They won't be in classrooms with them. Shut up. So ridiculous. <laughs> Nobody's considering that. Nobody's thinking about it, Except you. Again, because you're the bigot. That's That's what goes on here. As you're considering these next move scenarios, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't even come up with this stuff. Nobody's considering any of it. Going back on gay marriage, I haven't heard a single person bring it up. Hey, you know what this means? Now we can go after gay marriage. No. Nobody's doing that. Nobody's trying to put that genie back in the bottle. No one. But the editorial board at the New York Times writes... It seems an unthinkable scenario in 2022. That's because in 1967, the Supreme Court unanimously ruled that barring interracial marriage, as 16 states still did, violates the 14th Amendment's guarantee of equal protection. Under our Constitution, the freedom to marry or not marry a person of another race resides with the individual and cannot be infringed by the state. The court stated in Loving versus Virginia... And of course, now now that we know we can overturn these federal laws, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to overturn all of them. Let's overturn every single federal law there is. Ooh. So ridiculous. I mean, this is just asinine. This whole thing is unthinkable, really. It's, it's unthinkable. Over the weekend, the Republican Party released a montage Speaking of these racists and where they come from, there's a montage uh, showing Joe Biden's views on race over the years. This should be fun. (laughs) Here's a little look. Even back in the old days when we had real segregationists like Eastland and Thurman and all those guys. But at least we end up eating lunch together. Biden recalling his early Senate career, bringing up two segregationist senators, Herman Talmadge and James Eastland, who called African-Americans an inferior race. I was in a caucus with James O. Eastland, Biden said. He never called me boy. He always called me son. At least there was some civility. We got things done. We didn't agree on much of anything. The senators that he is speaking of with such adoration are individuals who made and built their reputation mm. on segregation. <laughs> the Ku Klux Klan celebrated the election Thank you, of Kamala. Who's that? Yeah. also know that Robert C. Byrd right. was a parliamentary library, a keeper of the institution of the Senate, <laughs> and he was the institution itself. For a lot of us, he was a friend. He was a mentor and he was a guy. Back in the early 1970s, Biden bragged wow. about an award from the notorious segregationist Governor George Wallace and told mm-hmm. the Philadelphia Inquirer, right. I think the Democratic Party could stand a liberal George Wallace, someone who's not afraid to stand up and offend people. Mm-hmm. I would not be a member of the United States Senate if those men that he praised had their way. One chapter receiving huh. fresh scrutiny comes from his earliest years in the Senate when he strongly opposed mandatory school busing. Uh-oh. It was designed to achieve integration and a more equitable education. What's less known is how he followed the lead of some of the Senate's most fervent segregationists. On March 25th, 1977, Biden wrote, my bill strikes at the heart of the injustice of court-ordered busing. It prohibits the federal courts from disrupting our educational system. Biden sought and received support from Mississippi Senator James Eastland, the Democratic chairman of the Judiciary Committee and a leading symbol of Southern resistance to desegregation. (laughs) It was hurtful. To hear you talk about the reputations 
of two it's United amazing. States senators who built their reputations uh -huh. and career on the segregation of race in this country. And it was not only that, but you also worked with them to oppose mm -hmm. busing. And, huh. you know, there was a little girl in California mm. who was part of the second class to right. integrate her public schools. Who was and that she little was bused girl? to school every day. Wait, don't who? tell me. And that little who? girl who? was me. Was you? Oh, oh wow. Didn't what a surprise coming. to that story. That's a surprise ending. <laughs> I didn't see that twist <laughs> coming, did you? Yeah, no, I did not. I mean, that didn't even include this. I mean, you got the first sort of mainstream African-American yeah. uh -huh. who is articulate and right. bright and, and, and clean and nice-looking guy. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's a storybook, it's a man. a storybook, man. There's no black people like that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's a this storybook, guy. man. I can't. I mean, there's so many. There's mm -hmm. the uh, Delaware thing. Uh Oh. Remember oh. that? Oh, oh. Uh, uh, do I have? No, I don't even have 7-Eleven? Yeah, uh, you, you can't go into a 7-Eleven in Delaware without a slight Indian accent. Said, I'm, I'm serious. I'm not joking, man. <laughs> God. There's so many. Uh, let's see. But the, but the Marxists just needed their vessel. Right. And they got it. They got their empty shell. Maybe even emptier than they anticipated. In Delaware, mm -hmm. the largest growth in population is Indian Americans mm -hmm. moving from India. Mm -hmm. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts right. unless you have a slight Indian accent. So fully, I'm not joking. He's not, he's not joking. He's not, he wants you to know he's not joking about that. So if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or oh. Trump, uh -huh. then you ain't black. <laughs> oh. I mean... Uh, there's so many. It goes on, on and on and on and on. I could, uh, we could, we could show you probably ten more clips just like that. Yeah, during that uh, montage, there was a CNN clip where it says Joe Biden sought the support of that uh, Mississippi senator, mm -hmm. and I am ninety-five percent sure that behind that Mississippi senator hanging on the wall was this photograph of Nathan Bedford Forrest. The guy who started the kkk the former confederate general oh wow and so mm. there you go there you go that's who joe biden was uh, seeking the support of guys are racist totally it's i don't even know how racist. you want to talk about the science being settled there's your science that's settled yeah joe biden is a racist period, period. the end all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We've got some fun numbers, by the way, on Joe Biden and how he might fare against uh, Donald Trump in a rematch coming up. Oh, <laughs> hang in there with us. We'll have that next. He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed, and he's on the blades. What you all know, but most people don't know, mm -hmm. unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, right. the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community. Sure. With incredibly different attitudes about right? different things. Not like those blacks who all think the same way. They have no diversity. Well, other than a couple of notable exceptions. Right. There might be two people that think differently, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. Now, I'm not joking. Mm. That's an incredible that I to even get away with that mm -hmm. to not be drummed out of office after saying that I'm telling you man Can you imagine if that was Donald Trump oh god wow or this poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids 
Are they, though? Wealthy kids. Black kids. <laughs> kids who Asian climb on rocks. Kids. No, I really mean it, but think how yeah, we think no, about it. no, I really it. mean it. Tough kids, sissy kids, even kids with chicken pox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? They all love hot dogs. Yeah. Armor hot dogs. Sure, sure, yeah. So they're the dogs mm-hmm. kids love to bite. Mm-hmm. See, usually it's dogs biting kids, I but see. in this particular case, I see. talking about a hot dog. An armor hot dog. That's good stuff. <laughs> wow, isn't it? I don't. I don't know how you get around that. He's I, I don't either. Racist, period. I don't either. It's incredible. Uh, and you know, maybe that's part of the reason that uh, Trump leads Biden fifty to thirty-six percent. Wow. In this particular latest poll, if the two of them run for office in twenty twenty-four. 61% of likely voters believe Biden should not run for a second term as president. 28% say Biden should should seek re-election, while another 11% aren't sure. I don't know. I don't know. Really? You can't noodle that one out? Seriously? Come on. If the next presidential election were held today, it would be unconstitutional because it wouldn't be a four-year term. Wow. That's what we're doing? Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Uh, okay. If uh, if it was held today okay. and Biden were running against Trump, it'd be 50-36. Donald Trump. Wow. I love that. So 81 million votes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently not holding right? up for uh, not Joe holding Biden. Up. Who could have seen that coming? Jeez. I don't know. Everybody. Every stinking buddy. Everybody. But no more than that. No more than all people everywhere. Remember Donald Trump uh, has endorsed, he endorsed Dr. Oz Boy, in the Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Senate race. Pennsylvania Senate race is a week from tomorrow. Okay, yeah, it's not tomorrow, it's a week from tomorrow. And over the weekend, uh, former president was at a rally. The crowd was less than enthusiastic when he started praising Johnson & Johnson. Oh, <clears throat> us are some friends of mine they wanted to say i said don't come tonight let's go another time it's pouring woody johnson a great gentleman you ever hear of johnson and johnson he owns the place i tell you what this guy's got cash like nobody's got cash clapping johnson and johnson his incredible Mm. wife suzanne johnson whose family is Mm -hmm. very very close and she comes from Ukraine, so she's uh, okay. She has a little bit of a hard time with it, but she's an incredible woman. <laughs> a little bit of a hard time with what? I don't know. She has a little bit of what, a hard time with what, it. What's with, going with, on? Uh, yeah, you didn't really specify what. Ukraine is a country in, in Europe. U- oh, Europe. Okay. Is that mm-hmm. right? Huh. Interesting. So, so, did you notice the crowd not clapping not, for Johnson and Johnson? Not a single clap or cheer for Johnson and Johnson. Ah, uh, nah. Not, nope. Not going to do it. No. I wonder why. Is there anything going on in the news? Could it be Johnson because the FDA is limiting the use of Johnson & Johnson's vaccine because of blood clots? Oh. They're, oh, it's rare blood clots. Oh, 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 oh rare. Of course. Rare. Um, but if you're the person with the blood clot, mm-hmm. you probably don't care how rare they are. Mm. You just wish it didn't happen. The uh, FDA announced that it's limiting the authorization for the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine to people who cannot or will not get other versions of the vaccine, citing the risk of rare blood clots. If it's rare, really? Are you going to do this? Shut it down like that? If it's so rare? Hmm. 
The authorization for the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, also known as the Janssen vaccine, is now limited to people for whom the Pfizer or Moderna vaccines are not accessible or clinically appropriate or who elect to receive the Janssen COVID-19 because they would otherwise not receive one. Because the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is an actual vaccine, I believe. It's not the mRNA mm. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, people who can get the J&J vaccine if they're allergic to the mRNA vaccines or Pfizer or Moderna or if personal concerns with the other vaccines mean they would otherwise go without any inoculation. Yeah, I have a personal concern with all of your, quote, mm-hmm. vaccines. Do you have a remedy for me? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Plaxivid. <laughs> How about don't take one, Keith? The agency said it was making the decision after conducting an updated analysis, evaluation, oh, and investigation good. of reported cases of the blood clots. Oh, good. They're looking into it. Which warrants limiting the authorized use of the vaccines. Well, let's completely restructure society. Then we'll get to the bottom of all this stuff. Mm-hmm. By the way, in Pat Gray Overtime, which uh, gets released every day at noon Eastern here, <clears throat> if you're a Blaze subscriber, we had talked about the Pfizer data that was released and the deaths and all of the stuff with that. Um, apparently missing from this data that's court-ordered release um, is data on 25,706 patients. Just the data's missing. Uh, so you, you got like the list of how, how many people are in the trial or what have you, or not the trial, but the results. And so the data doesn't add up. So hmm. we have over 25,000 people we don't know the results from, and that's in the court-ordered Pfizer documents. Uh, so... Good times. Uh, I'm Good glad times. we completely yeah. changed our society and forced people to do things that they didn't want to do for stuff that wasn't proven. Are you? Are you glad? You're happy to see that? Huh. That's weird. No. I would have thought otherwise. No, I was being... <laughs> okay, Judy. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, Dr. Oz voted in the Turkish election. Oh, yeah. This is fun stuff here. Days after skipping the vote in America. <laughs> According to records. Oh. Uh-huh. All right. Pennsylvania Senate candidate Mehmet Oz, Dr. Oz, skipped a Senate primary election in June of 2018, but he cast his ballot in the Turkish presidential race. It's much more later. convenient to go yeah. to Turkey to vote than in Pennsylvania. Right. <laughs> Voting records from New Jersey, where Oz lived until last oh, year. I love that. Show the TV physician did not participate in the Republican Senate primary election in June uh, of 2018. The records obtained through a public records request Hmm. show he voted in seven general elections and primaries in Jersey since 2014. And he voted in the primary and general elections in 2016, but only in the general in 2018. So a little sporadic, you know, but again, Turkey. Former CIA Director and Secretary of State Mike Mike Pompeo referenced Oz's voting discrepancy during a press conference on Friday, Uh, and it was organized by Dave McCormick, who is one of the uh, candidates against Oz, uh, running against him. Pompeo said Oz's links to Turkey pose national security concerns and that his vote in the Turkish election raises questions about its priorities also his citizenship how do you how are you voting in Turkey's election don't you have to be a citizen there do you have dual citizenship I'd be making a big deal out of this oh, they are. plus Oz sucks this is he's 
I mean, he's so, fine as so, a TV personality, but he is not a conservative at all. So Pompeo is for McCormick. Yes, Trump apparently. is for Oz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm for Kathy Barnett. If I lived in Pennsylvania or... You know, if I voted in Pennsylvania elections, I guess you don't really have to live anywhere anymore to vote if you want to. Uh, mm-hmm. I would, uh, I'd be voting for Miss Barnett because she's awesome. Yeah, we played her campaign. Uh, we played her ad, ad, didn't we? we? Played her response ago. last week to the World Economic Forum. Right, right. She's good stuff. An Oz spokesperson said it was during an election season, so he voted. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> yeah, because you don't vote when it's not election season. <laughs> He does not regularly vote in Turkish elections. Oh, okay. So he's he's not a regular voter in Turkey. But sometimes he'll go over there or mail in his ballot, one of the two, and uh, participate in the Turkish election. Yeah, that election. was weird. He just happened to be over there, he says, huh. during the election. That's weird, isn't it? I've been in places where there happened to be an election happening at the time. I don't recall voting when I was visiting, though. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, I'm just up here in Nebraska, family function. Oh, you guys mm-hmm. have an election going on? Oh, I want to go vote. Let's go vote, y'all. Usually when I'm in Chad, yeah. that's what I vote. <laughs> oh, you go to Chad? Yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> okay. I vote in Chad quite Interesting. a bit. Interesting. Interesting. So, elections. I, I like the Chad election yeah. cycles. Like, like, who did you vote for when you went Steve. over Steve. You voted for Steve? Yeah. He did was, he win? No. Dang it. Wow. Yeah. Dang it. the wrong horse. Man. I did. Mm. I did. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. How, he's got some ties there to Turkey. Yeah, apparently. Apparently he's got some ties. Yeah, he's, well, his name's Mehmet Oz. He's so. a friend of uh, Erdogan. Well, right? I think it says he voted against Erdogan. Oh. Let's see. Uh, she said Oz voted against Turkey's authoritarian president. Oh, against. Yeah, Erdogan in the know. Turkish election. So, no, I don't think they're friends. How did Steve do in the Turkish election in question? Finished is that, third. Is that who he voted for? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys are picking the wrong guys. I know. Wrong horse. Huh. Oz has sought to distance himself from Erdogan, who has cracked down oh. heavily on educators, journalists, and civil servants critical of the government. Uh-huh. But Oz met at least twice with the Turkish strongman. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I love that phrase. <laughs> strongman. Does he do lift a lot of weights? <laughs> is, he, is he in the gym working out a lot? <laughs> Uh, including at a Turkish-American business event three months after the 2018 presidential election. Oz has also attended fundraisers for the Turkish-American National Steering Committee, Mm. an advocacy group with close ties to Erdogan. Okay, well, there you go. There you go. That's your Dr. Oz. Congratulations, Pennsylvania. A week from tomorrow, please don't vote for him. There's, There's a couple of really good options in that in that election, although I think I think Oz is he isn't he the lead candidate right now? Yeah, see, I got shouldn't be twenty five for Oz percent, twenty two percent for McCormick. Oh, Barnett twenty three percent. This is uh, oh she's catching up. The most recent poll is nice. from uh, Trafalgar Group. Good. So okay, eight days. But how All many right. people have already voted? You know, they, they, yeah. they start the voting in these elections, you know, seven months out. I know. And so... Well, you have to. Otherwise, you're suppressing the vote. I see. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, let me tell you about Rough Greens. If you're a dog owner, you know you, you think of your dog as part of the family and you want the best for him or her. And you can give them the best with Rough Greens. Rough Greens is a dog food supplement. It's not the dog food, but it's a supplement that you sprinkle on top of the dog's food 
And it puts back all the vitamins and minerals and probiotics, antioxidants that your dog needs. And they love this stuff. It's like little doggy crack to them. They just, I mean, my dog Belle wouldn't, got to the point where she wouldn't even eat her food unless you put the rough greens on top of it first. It's great. Now you could try yours out. You can try out a bag of rough greens that they will send to you for free other than you just pay the shipping on it. And then you could try it out for a couple days and see if your dog likes it. And if that if your dog does, then go ahead and, and buy the regular bag of it. Roughgreens.com. That's R-U-F-F Greens. Roughgreens.com or call them at 833-783-3364. Unleashed. Oh, good. Do we have another groomer teacher? Isn't that great? Another day, another groomer. Jeez, there's just way too many of these. She loves that she's helped uh, turn her students queer, as she puts it. So, okay. my kids from last year are now in fifth grade, and they come visit me almost every day after school. And a lot of them are queer because I am queer, and so and they figured it out, and so I've become their safe space. And today, they found my guess who, and they started playing guess who, but they didn't play it the normal way. How did they play it? They use things like, "This person looks like a lesbian baddie who's going to come over and make you dinner." Well. Which one of these characters is gonna be is a lesbian baddie that's gonna come over and make you dinner? Oh, Olivia is? Oh great. These people um, are mental. Which character just looks gay? Well meet Mike. Um these kids, I'm so happy that they are figuring out who they are and that they're happy with who they are and that they found a safe place. But man, I could never imagine being in fifth grade saying these things out loud, even though I know they're all, all okay. I grew up super religious where nothing was okay. And so seeing this happen, I'm like, ah! But I'm almost like, yay! But ah! What is happening? She's psychotic. Yeah. She's having a mental breakdown. And she's obviously... And she's affecting children. Yeah. She's homophobic because she, you know, the way she reacted about herself there. Uh, but uh, the reason these kids are doing it now and you mm. didn't earlier is because they didn't... You didn't have a teacher like yourself, ma'am. Mm-hmm. My gosh. I can't believe she still has a job. Seriously, if you're the parents in that school <sighs> uh, with of those kids in her classroom, uh, you turned our kids queer, yep. and you're bragging about it. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, you know, at a fifth grade level, I'm pretty sure a 10-year-old... Mm, doesn't need to be identifying as any kind of sexuality. They shouldn't be, you know, making that decision at 10 years old or 11. It's just unbelievable. Really amazing that this continues to go on and they're proud of it. Mm -hmm. And they love the fact, they're so excited about the fact that they might be helping to make kids gay. And how is that possible if you're making them... I thought they were born with it. Either they're born with it or they're not. Which is it? So either they're born with it and they just become gay at some point in their lives or you're pushing them in that direction. I wonder which it is. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I was pretty convinced that you were born that way. That's what I've been told. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't Gaga tell us that? Oh. Didn't she have a song born that way? That's a reference that's too hip for me. Man. Yeah. Oh, come off it. Stop it. 
Yes, you are. I'm coming for some lead, too. Mm. You know, there are a lot of members of the gay community that have a message for for some others in the gay community, mm-hmm. uh, like the person we just heard from. Uh, check out this guy. I feel like this needs to be said. We need to talk about the toxicity of the LGBT community. Number one, you Mm. have people who are called MAPs or minor attracted people trying to join our community. No, you may not. And if you feel bad about that, good, because you should be ostracized. You need to talk about little kids being invited to drag shows and allowed to be danced on stage. That should not happen. Thank you. You should not have adults throwing money at them. In the LGBT community, we talk a lot about sexual expression and our gender identity. And young kids don't need to be around that because we generally talk about sexual relations or discussions gay people Uh, need to stop telling everyone that they're gay because no one really cares that much that doesn't make you important just makes you normal now if you refuse to actually read seven pages of legislation but continue parroting whatever the gay headlines are telling you to parrot then you're not actually helping the lgbt community you're making it worse when are we going to talk about this i don't know we sure should though right now We, we need to have a conversation you yeah, know, we need to finally have that conversation. How about now? I appreciate because we say this with uh, people in the black community. You know, when they when they stand up and they say, "Hey, this is wrong." You know, you shouldn't be calling everything racist. You mm-hmm. shouldn't be using the N word. And mm-hmm. goes on and goes on. I appreciate people like this guy being a voice for the gay community, saying to mm-hmm. basically to that teacher we just played, "Stop sexualizing our kids." And I think he's probably in the in the majority. Yeah, of the community, we just don't. You know, they're the silent majority. Yes. We don't hear from them enough. And thank heaven that he's speaking out about it. Yeah, he's, Thank you. He's like us and that we don't have time. We don't want to be bothered. Leave us alone. We shouldn't yeah. have to say this shouldn't stuff. Have to. In a society, we should not have to make messages like this on TikTok to people like this freak teacher. But thank mm-hmm. God people like him are speaking out. Yep. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, parents, you want your toddlers being taught that white people are a part of society that benefits them in almost every instance, and that it's as if white people walk around with an invisible force field. <laughs> I want this because they hold all the power in America. <laughs> uh, that is what four year olds are being taught. In a Washington, D.C. public school. Funny how, uh, you know, this thing we're told, uh, we're being told all the time that this isn't happening. It's not happening. You're making this up. And yet it keeps happening. Mm-hmm. How dare you accuse us of indoctrinating your kids and with racist attitudes. Now shut up while we browbeat these little ones with the anti-racism fight club fist book for kids. Kids have no chance today. Which says... If you're a white person, uh, white privilege is something you were born with. So you got to be, you must be loud, uncomfortable, confrontational, and visible to ensure change is made. Uh huh. Making little radicals. The book, uh, which, according to a November 30th letter from Janney Elementary School principal Danielle Singh, was given to students in pre K through third grade as part of an anti racism fight club. And it asks, where do you see racism in yourself? Mm. Mm. 
That's powerful for a kindergartner. Remember, remember we were told by this guy that said CRT is just a way to plow the field and get it ready mm-hmm. um, uh, for the gender identification because I don't want to be hated. I want to. I want people to like me. And now that you hate yourself because you're white and you're cis or whatever, then we come in. And this <sighs> this book further seats. says it requires true soul searching. Be real with yourself. Don't feel guilt, shame, and own it. It's the first step in becoming an anti-racist. No. Four-year-olds, really? Yep. <sighs> Parents are absolutely right to be alarmed about this kind of stuff. And they need to take more action. We need to stand up and say no to all of this. We just had some elections in the DFW area yeah. about with school boards. Yeah. And I believe in every case over the weekend on Saturday, yeah. the conservatives won. Throughout, right? throughout the metro area. Yeah. Yep. Throughout DFW, the Metroplex. Mm-hmm. Conservatives won every single school board race. In many cases, That's great. these were parents who realized what their kids were being beaten over the head with and said, I got to get involved. I mean, I again, I don't have time. Mm-hmm. I don't have the energy, but I've got to get involved to save my kids' education. Kind of seems like it started in uh, South Lake, Texas, mm-hmm. where uh, three of the board members there were um really awful and so the plant the parents wanted to replace them and they ran against them and they won by margins of like 70 to 30 yeah in each case i mean they crushed the incumbent so south lake plano dallas itself i know of those communities mm-hmm. that the elections uh worked out nicely i, I can't think of all the different towns right now but yeah so i mean parents are pushing back and again we say this if anything good came out of the pandemic and the school lockdowns, I think it's this, that parents started realizing, oh my gosh, because their kid's classroom was in their house now. Like, wait, what is this I'm hearing? Yeah. And one yep. thing leads to another, and now you're getting more right-thinking school board members around the country. One thing leads to another. Oh, no. Tell me something wrong. I know I'm listening so long, but then, you know, one thing yeah. leads to another. remember the lyrics all that well it's been a while since uh you know that came out in what 84 uh 888-933-93 use that number tomorrow and we'll see you here on uh, pat gray and leach plus overtime coming up